And welcome to another edition of the Sunday Forum right here on WMNF 88.5 Tampa, Sarasota, St. Pete. Hey, happy Mother's Day out there. Happy Mother's Day. This is Walter Smith II, and I am here in the studio with my main man, Mabili. Good morning. Mabili, happy up, Mother's man? Day. Yeah. 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 Call your mother. Call your mother. Please call oh. your mother. I just spoke to mine. Pray to her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm telling you, call them. Better. I'm telling you, aunties. Yeah, everybody. So, sisters, aunties, everybody, call them up. Say, what's up? Happy Mother's Day. Uh, get your flower on if you got flowers. Listen, get flowers or whatever you can, even if you got to pick them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's nothing wrong with that. Even if you got to pick them. Right? Even if you got to pick them. If you're watching live right now, you're watching live on the Walter L. Smith II Facebook page. And you will be watching live momentarily on the Sunday Forum Facebook page as well. We hope you'll join us and watch and participate in today's show. Uh, call in at 132399663. When we let y'all call in, because we ain't letting y'all call in right now. Not, not yet. Not yet. Because we got so much to talk about right now. So much to talk about. Hmm. So last week, mm-hmm. really, this is Mother's Day, right? So yeah. last week, I sat in uh, and participated in a very chilling, 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 chilling uh, discussion, a meeting, along with my good friend Sean Shaw, former state representative mm-hmm. and attorney, Sean Shaw. And um, he was 
doing a discussion at the NAACP office led by um, Miss Erlisha Oates, who was our guest okay. on the show a couple weeks ago, uh, mm-hmm. talking about this issue of what's going on at Silver Oaks and other apartments here in the Tampa Bay area. Now, when we talk about housing crisis, mm-hmm. it's not just a matter of uh, of a of the cost of housing. Oh no, 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 no! It's the condition. The condition. No, you keep the beat on. Okay, keep the beat on. Okay. Boom, 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 <laughs> boom. So I love it. <laughs> I, I like it. I like it. Keeps, it keeps my groove going. Keeps my okay. groove going. Let's do it. Y'all know how we do grooves here on the Sunday Forum in the morning. We wake <laughs> you up. We wake you up. And I, I want to make sure everybody knows. We're going to make sure you're awake now. So get ready. Get ready to move that butt meat this morning. So so listen. <laughs> here's the deal. Uh, I was flabbergasted. I was blown by what happened. Right? And it happened to be... I mean, we had a room full of mothers uh, with children that told stories in tears about what was going on in the circumstances and conditions that exist right now at Silver Oaks Apartments. It is disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. No human being should ever live there. We have a series of human rights violations that are going on right here in Tampa that that are just ridiculous, that you wouldn't even think mm -hmm. existed or should exist. Right, even more contradictions in this society. Oh, you talk about the unborn. What about the born? Come on, man. Come on. Can yeah. we get Can we get a little justice? <laughs> Just a little bit of justice. A little bit of justice. We try to make sure the unborn can come into a world where they got some justice. Yes, right. Come on now. Work with us, folks. Work with us. Stop being so damn greedy. <laughs> You know, I mean, we're gonna talk about it today. We're yeah. gonna talk about it. So if you didn't think we were gonna talk about it. <laughs> we are Alright So listen I talked to my mom This morning And I left yeah. a message I believe this For my sister They're in Puerto Rico Oh right You know yeah. So You know My mom is in Puerto Rico With my sister And my auntie Is in Barto Aunt Dina <laughs> Love you, you get Love you auntie Happy Mother's Day to my mom, Geraldine Williams. Happy birthday. Happy, 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 that's her birthday. Happy Mother's <laughs> yes, Day to my mom, Geraldine Williams. Happy Mother's Day to my sister, Attorney Celicia Vanette Smith Gordon down there in Puerto Rico right now. <laughs> happy birthday to my god sister. Happy birthday to my stepmother, Barbara Smith, right here in West Tampa. Woo-hoo! West Tampa, <laughs> baby. All right. It'd Listen. be good to hear from those in, in Puerto Rico. Yes, yes. If you are in Puerto Rico. <laughs> no, your sister. I, your I, know, I, know, I know. If you are in Puerto to those who are in Puerto Rico, you know who you are. Call me, 813-239-9663 and say hi. <laughs> say hi. Yeah. But no, Mobili, that was that was ridiculous, man. And I interviewed, had a chance to interview some people there. Um, it was craziness. Never heard of anything like it in my life. Right. The way they're treating people over there. So we're going to talk about that this morning. It's one of the issues because that was a Mother's Day tragedy. That is a Mother's Day tragedy. They have to live like that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, those people ought to be ashamed of themselves that, that could have done something and didn't do anything. You know? So we, so the fast forward, Friday, I was over at the, um, at the housing uh, discussion of seminar that was being held over a resiliency building, resiliency building and housing in uh, St. Pete, uh, dealing with housing in the Tampa area. And so it sounded real good. Everything, the plans that they have right now that they're trying to put together are really good for building resiliency for people in, in real time in a very real way, right? A lot of very creative ideas that we that we have that people are trying to implement, but it's up to local government now uh, to allow it to happen. To allow it to happen, mm-hmm. and we have to get behind some of these plans that are out there. I wish more people had been there to listen to what was being said. It was incredible, incredible. Mm-hmm. But I was there uh, that day, and uh, I met with and I sat uh, sat with her for a minute, um, County Commissioner Kim Overman. Outstanding moment, really, really uh, great opportunity to listen to what she was saying and what's happening inside. So she's going to call us this morning if, she, if she's not already on the line. Uh, but she will call us this morning and we're going to discuss some things that have, that have happened recently that I think people need to listen very carefully to. 
very, very carefully to, okay? Because some monies and, and resources are being diverted in ways that we need to be very concerned. Okay? Yeah, and we always have to stay on top of that. Absolutely. <laughs> resources. When they say that resources are, being, are going to priority areas, we need to make sure that we know right. what those priority areas are yeah. and, and make sure that they are, that, I'm sorry, better yet, they need to know. Our elected officials and the people that are there. Kim Overman knows. Mm-hmm. She was very clear about that point, and she voted that way. And I, and I, I support Kim and what she's talking about and what she's saying. I, I know her very well, and I know that what she's doing, what she's doing is correct. Yeah. Um, she needed to take a step back, and she made them take a step back when she did what she did. So I'm giving her an opportunity to come onto the forum and explain it. So, you know, my opinion is one thing. But everybody else needs to have an opinion, but they need to know. The, t- the opinion needs to be based on fact. facts. <laughs> facts. Facts. That's going to be on your, t- on your T-shirt. Okay. The Sunday forum. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. So that happened. Now, um, we, really, one of the things that that we that we're going to that that I was concerned with last week. I'm going to go ahead and just say it is. I was I was a little miffed last week. Um, so I'm gonna let just I'm gonna generically say it, generically say it, and when they if if it comes down to specifics, I will let them know when when the time comes when they call this show, let them know specifically what they did to offend me. And you want, one thing you don't want to do on this show <laughs> is offend me. <laughs> so I try not to offend you. Don't call here and try to offend. This is my words. Try to offend me or play me like a fool. Don't do it. Don't do it. You're going to get embarrassed. <laughs> okay? I'll be nice about it. Yeah. But you might get embarrassed. <laughs> so, I'll make you famous. <laughs> make you go viral. <laughs> we'll go viral. we can make you famous. <laughs> no, no, but listen. Uh, call in 813-239-9663. Right now, we want to, we want to uh, get a little hype. Are we ready, Mabili? Uh-huh. We ready, Mabili? Oh, uh, for what? For that? We're ready for the butt meat, butt meat moment, <laughs> butt meat corner. Okay. We ready? Uh-huh. All right, folks, listen. If you're watching, if you're watching, oh, thank you, April Cobb, for letting me know there's no sound. Okay, we just straightened that out. Uh, April Cobb, <laughs> April Cobb. Hey, listen, oh, that, you know what? Hey, listen, this Friday, this Friday, before we get started with, with the butt meat moment, Mm-hmm. This Friday, folks, uh, we are doing, I am reopening the Dr. Walter L. Smith Library and Museum in West Tampa. It's an exciting moment since my father passed that we are now having the opportunity to reopen this library and this important resource to the community that's been around for 16 years. 16 years. Um, and the Dr. Walter L. Smith Library and Museum will be opened again. We are having this Friday, happens to be my father's birthday. So we're going to be doing a memorial birthday party at the library courtyard at 905 North Albany Avenue. 905 North Albany Avenue at the Dr. Walter L. Smith Library at 6.30. 6.30, which is happy hour, y'all. Come on by mm-hmm. uh, and, and have and bring, wear your orange and green. Wear your orange and green. You know, we were rat, we're rattlers here. We're rattlers <laughs> in this family. And my dad loved them some orange and green. So wear your orange and green. Wear your orange and green. Come on by. Take part. All right. Uh, check it out on the Facebook page, on my Facebook page, or on the Facebook event page. The Dr. Walter L. Smith Library week birth, Memorial Birthday Weekend and grand, re-grand opening. Grand reopening. I said that backwards in there. <laughs> grand reopening. Okay. Right? Check it out on Friday, this Friday on the 13th. <sighs> oh. I know, right? Right? Don't worry about it. We're having good times. Good times and reflections. All right. So Rattlers, Wildcats, all you HBCUers, come on out. Everybody from University of Florida, Florida State, folks, come on out. Be part of it. You know, uh, the community: West Tampa, East Tampa, Carver City, uh, Progress Village, Marshall High School. I know you hear me, Marshall <laughs> High School out there in Plant City. Um, Dad was a teacher out there, a science teacher out there. Um, <laughs> Uh, if you work in NASA, he was one of the first black men, black people, period, to work at NASA. 
and brought those first contingent of black people there to NASA in Orlando. So, hey, come on out. Come on out. Check it out. Be a part of it. Now, on Saturday, the 14th, back there at 9.30, 9.30 a.m., we're back at the Dr. Walter Smith Library at 905 North Albany Avenue. We're back there for Fish, Grits, and Black History. Fish, Grits, and Black History 4. This is the fourth annual Fish, Grits, and Black History Right there at the Dr. Walter L. Smith Library. Come on out. It's, it's oh, I can't say what it is. But yeah. if you check it out on the event page, check it out on the event page. You can find the cost and everything like that there. All right? Come on out, folks. Be a part of it. Help support your community library. It's been in 16 years. Mm-hmm. Books not even in circulation anymore. Uh, historical or, books. Historical books. We got books that date back to the 1800s. Okay. Check it out. Check it out. Hey, listen, Mobili, are we, is, it, is it butt meat moment time? You and I? You and I. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Folks, it's butt meat time. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. With Rick James and you and I right here on the Sunday Forum. Okay. 
not done we are not done oh no 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 we are not done mobile yeah we'll get there we, we, <laughs> you know you know it's my grandmother mm-hmm. my grandmother would be so proud both of my grandmothers would be so proud of me right now because mm-hmm. they were not pretentious people both of them love to dance both okay. of them love to dance if my mom was watching I... if my mom was watching you know how this goes mom you know how, you know what's about to happen, right? <laughs> Happy Mother's Day to all the ladies out there. My wife, Yolanda Rodriguez Smith, I cannot thank you enough for being the mother that you are to the son of a cute. <laughs> and I know you're rolling your eyes, baby, because you know what's gonna happen, don't you? Little walk. It's gonna be a bruh. 
<laughs> it can go no other way, baby. <laughs> As we listen to the sounds of George Clinton right here on WMNF 88.5 Tampa. Happy Mother's Day, darling. I love you, Yolanda. Now you know the, the, the studio too small for me to sit out a hop on live Facebook. I ain't gonna do it, my Just listen to the sound. Say happy Mother's Day to your wives, to your mothers out there, to all the good bros out there. Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated. Uh-huh. Mothers out there, the mothers are cubes. You know, I know we gave you a hard time. But you were raising us right. You know, maybe South Five Attorney Incorporated found in 1911, November 17th. Now you do realize now that's the same date as my wife's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> you also recognize that uh, we do have white cues as well. Uh-huh. We're, we're, historic, we're black fraternity, yeah. but we got white cues. Okay. All you white cues out there, sit on a hop. Dr. Funkin' and you're listening to WMNF Tampa. You do the dog, y'all. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Brother George Clinton, member of Omega South Five Fraternity Incorporated. And we want to thank you for shaking your butt meat this morning right here on WMNF <laughs> 88.5 FM. If you want to go ahead and hit that website, check it out, WMNF.org. You can watch. You can listen to us. Call in 813-239-9663. That's 813-239-9663. If you will watch us on the Facebook page, thank you. Keep watching. Share it. I know you shook your butt meat this morning on Butt Meat Corner. <laughs> I know we did. Glad to have you here. Hey, listen, we're going to the phone lines. We're going to go and bring in our guest, Commissioner Kim Oberman. Commissioner Kim, how you doing? I am doing well. Hey, yeah, I know you heard us. 
I did. I watched the whole thing. Uh, you were shaking it too over there. Just admit it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know it. See, 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 see. How you doing, Commissioner? I'm doing, I'm doing well. Very well. I'm doing very well. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you very, very much. Yes, My yes. Just woke up and he's like, "Hey, Grandma, I'm hungry." I'm like, "All right." <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, I, I'm very, I'm a very proud father and grandfather. My 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 wife has done a tremendous job in establishing. Uh, and and do, she's a superwoman. Yolanda Rodriguez Smith is a superwoman. She has she she has been wow dealing with my son and my daughter. My <laughs> daughter my daughter is a first I, I say first time mother, but she is a mother to two children, and we are so proud of her. Jacinia, Jacinia Yvette. We're so proud of you, honey. So proud of you. Happy Mother's Day to you. Um, happy Mother's Day to my, my uh, mother-in-law, my mother, my stepmother, my sister, my aunts, everybody out my sister-in-laws, everybody. We love you. Happy Mother's Day out there to all you mothers out there. Happy Mother's Day. And to you, Commissioner, Happy Mother's Day. We're so glad that you're with us today to talk about this issue that we have with housing. What is going on? Well, actually, a whole lot is going on. The Hillsborough County is working it as fast and hard as we can. Uh, we have made a commitment um, on an annualized basis by establishing a HOPE fund, of which I got another million dollars of the $10 million that we make on an annual basis. But honestly, it's, uh, it's a big job. We are at least 11,000 units short for people that can afford to live here. Uh, for every 100 rental units out there, only 24 are really allocated towards those that make about 50% of our average median income. And of late, with rents going up the way they are and 200 people a day moving here, we have about 0.7 of a month. In other words, <laughs> you know, not even three quarters of a month available of inventory for people to rent in the Hillsborough County. So we are in uh, super building mode in terms of trying to work on every project we can on uh, bringing affordable housing to the forefront, but it's not enough. Um, recently, as you mentioned earlier on the show, I brought to the board a desire to uh, have the remaining amount of the American Rescue Plan dollars, which was designed to build long-term investment in the community to help a community that was impacted by the pandemic. Um, we had about $65 million left of the $285 million that what? Hillsborough County got, which is a, a significant amount. It's made a significant difference. We've invested in a lot of different ways. But because I really wanted a lot in affordable housing, we originally had budgeted about 35 to $60 million towards the effort towards affordable housing. So I expected that we would do more than the $2.6 million we did into one project uh, to go towards affordable housing. So I asked how much is left, told about $65 million. So I said, I want, I want all of it. <laughs> I, I bet. I mean, I, I mean, you know? wow, yeah. And uh, put, it, put it out to the board to bring it back to the agenda for last week that, uh, that at least... You know, a large part of that $65 million would go towards affordable housing. But instead, uh, the uh, staff brought back and put on the agenda an item that would put $20 million towards sidewalks, which I have no problem. We obviously have a sidewalk problem. I mean, that's part of the reason why the board the week before or the month of the meeting before had put on the ballot language to help us invest in our infrastructure, in sidewalks, resurfacing roads, building trails, expanding our bus service so that people can get to work other than via a car. Uh, so I know we are going to ask voters in November to improve our overall infrastructure as it pertains to how people get around in Hillsborough County. That being said, I anticipated that I could get some of that $65 million, or at least the majority of it. But they put on the ballot on the agenda twenty million for sidewalks and offered twenty four million for affordable housing. Whoa! Whoa! I, I whoa, wanted sixty five. 
I wanted 65. I wanted all of it. But I recognize there may have been a few things in the queue. But to have almost half of it or more of it go towards sidewalks when we have a plan to invest in infrastructure. Mm. And I can't use infrastructure money. I can't use transportation money for housing. But we have a housing crisis. When we have 0.7% of a month in inventory out there, and rents have been up about 30%, something's wrong. Seriously Um, wrong. Yeah, and unfortunately, I was the only one who voted for it. Um, I I was uh, outnumbered by six to one. And having it go towards housing instead of towards sidewalks, which is a tough choice. I get it. Um, you know, we have the highest percentage of uh, pedestrian deaths in Hillsborough County. But fixing a couple, some sidewalks um, isn't going to give people places to stay. But, but Commissioner, that, I got to say this. You know, I, I don't envy you and your and, and your and the position that you've been put in. Uh, because, you know, both are very, very important points. But when I look at what's happening right now with the housing crisis, when we all see that, that this is a crisis. This is a disaster that we're, that we're, that we're dealing with here. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I said, in, I said earlier that I sat in on the NAACP, no, I didn't sit in, I participated in, the NAACP meeting that was held with mothers who lived with their children right there. Mm-hmm. Along with uh, Attorney Sean Shaw, we sat right there and listened to stories about women who are living in Silver Oaks apartments, right there on Forty Third Street. If you if you've never seen it, never been there, go there and visit someone you know or someone you don't know. But you want to see it, go out there and go check it out sometime. This is not okay. I mean, it's not. It's it's absolutely not okay. I met with. The secretary for the business and professional regulator, um, uh, Melanie Griffin, uh, HUD, uh, the representatives out of Jacksonville, our local representatives, our code enforcement people, a few weeks ago and told them to come back with solutions and, you know, in 10 days or so. So we're meeting again on the 19th to address what solutions they can come up with. Because what's happening, and I've made this case. When I was trying to say affordable housing is important, let's put the rest of the rescue money in housing. Right. What's happening is a, we've been tracking eviction in Hillsborough County. Right. We have actually been tracking it. Where are they happening? And what neighborhoods are experiencing the highest level of eviction? And then we're also tracking the number of children removals. Mm-hmm. When you can't pay your rent and you get evicted, and we have no inventory for anywhere for you to go. And you start couch surfing or end up in your car with your children. You end up losing your children. Right. And that's not okay. At all. It's not okay. At, at all. all. At all. And, and I, so we, uh, we've been tracking evictions. Jesus. And children removals. And there is a direct correlation attached to housing and available housing. And I, I'm just... Um, I'm hoping we will have some better answers on how it's managed, but we're not alone. When I, I watched last night on C-SPAN the hearings of military-based housing and the problems associated with mold, and oh, those you know those are those are our first you know those are our armed forces those are our active junior military that are living on base housing or other housing that have a serious problem with the maintenance of those those the facilities over there for them yeah. to live in. Right. So I'm getting called on Tuesday by the vice, vice commander at McDill asking for answers on what how they are able to use their housing vouchers to find housing in Hillsborough County the, and not have to drive 60 miles because there's nothing available for them to live in. Commissioner, we have we have people that tested I say testify that told us about vouchers and some of us knew this we we knew um this information and, the, and it means that people who are in charge of this stuff know it as well um mm-hmm. we are going to be discussing this at Fish Grits and Black History this coming Saturday uh this is going to be a very very important topic that we're going to discuss at uh 9:30 at the Dr. Walter L. Smith Library 
a panel discussion about this issue, about the housing crisis. We're going to have Ernest Coney there. We're going to have April, April Cobb there. Um, and we, we, you know, I cannot, I'd, I'd like to invite you to come if you're able to come. I, I know that this last minute for you, but this is something that is, and if you cannot come, we understand. I will set up another event where we can do this again. We have got to have this discussion. When I hear, when I, I was there dealing with the issue of energy burdens, this falls right in line with energy burdens. Mm-hmm. Because of the issue of what, you know, what happens as a result of not having weatherized housing, mm-hmm. right? And when you, when your utility bill is sky high, uh, you can't pay it. Oh, right. And, and this is, this is the housing, housing authorities, um, response to mold. One, we don't have enough regulations that require mold inspection is for public housing or for affordable housing. There are no standards. It's not required to inspect an apartment that uh, someone with a voucher, no matter what it is, whether it's a HUD voucher or a Section 8 voucher, whether it's a military voucher, whether it's a, a senior citizen voucher, there is no standard for safe housing for mold on a national basis. So, so there's no standard. There's no standard, right. There's no standard. And there's also no standard for required air conditioning unless there's an air conditioning unit in that and it needs to work. What's required is an operable window. So you can open up your window when it gets hot. Yeah, but what if now, the window I, falls I, I in? Like in the South is that the, all your choice is to, for safe housing is to open your window. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, and you wonder why we have a mold problem. Because of the moisture and humidity in the, in the southern region. So we, we have a huge disconnect in what's defined as safe housing. What's defined for inspection of a safe uh, place to live, even though a landlord is required to provide a safe place to live, mold is not an issue when it comes to safety by that definition. There's something wrong. Yes, that's what we were we were talking about was about Silver Oaks. It's not only the fact that it's not safe, it's full of rodents, it's full of all kinds of problems, but mold is a serious health risk to many people. And as it gets and warmer, as we approach the warmer months, it gets it gets mm-hmm. worse. But they also aren't asking those people that have a housing voucher whether or not they need to have enough electric voucher or support. To, for their utility bills, so they can run their AC. They're, right, housing, right. Housing, HUD was saying, well, the reason the reason they have mold is because they're not running their AC all day long, and and it's, it's can't afford to mold. They can't know. afford to. Tico, Tico, hello, Tampa Electric, come on, man, they come on, Tico. And Tico does have a utility program, but but when the, the when the case managers and the people that are running these uh, these operations. Don't necessarily say, well, if you've got a housing voucher, do you need a utility voucher, too, in order to make sure that you can actually run your AC so that you don't have mold in your house. There's a huge failure. There's a disconnect. To deliver. There's a serious right? disconnect there among, with, between the energy company and the people, between, the, between the, uh, the governing bodies in terms of housing and the people. And, and that I cannot comprehend how... No one, you know, th- thank you, Kim Oldman, for bringing, for, for doing this. I really, really thank you for this. And thank you to everybody else out there who, uh, April Cobb, thank you for what you're doing. Or Alicia mm-hmm. Oates, thank you for what you're doing out mm-hmm. there. Uh, Connie Burton, thank you for what you're doing. NAACP, thank you for what you're doing to get this out there. Sean Shaw, my brother, my fraternity brother. We'll make South Africa Incorporated. Thank you, brother. <laughs> Thank you, brother, for what, what you're doing. We're so glad to have seen you out there um, doing this. You know, we have got to do something differently. And I, I have a real problem with the Department of Health. Commissioner, is there something we can do about our Department of Health not making the correlation like between the illnesses and this, going out to these apartments and or, or these houses? Because people are being pushed into houses now, and the housing market is bad, and the vouchers don't cover the cost of being living in the house. These people are living 
in not just quality conditions, but people are living in their cars now. Well, the Department of Health is actually a state Department of Health. It's Florida State Department of Health. Right, right. Understood. In Hillsborough County, right? Right. So not only do we have an issue with inspecting properties to make sure that there is not mold that's, that's exhibiting or exerting uh, spores that cause health issues, but we also have limited resources in inspecting uh, septic to sewer and well. So when we have, for example, up in the university area, there's only 10% ownership up there. Uh, because so many of those properties are are actually rental properties. And so many of those properties, in spite of the wonderful work that the university um, uh, CDC is doing to build in partnership with Habitat. Yes, and yes. They're building a lot of homes. They're trying to make sure that people have a place to live. They're doing multifamily. They're doing all kinds of everything they can do to to help stabilize that community and make sure it doesn't get gentrified as... Investors come in and buy up all those properties, as they already have. But the challenge is, those, a lot of those properties are on septic to sewer and wells. Right. And right. the renters are now being offered more like commercial leases than residential leases, where they're required to maintain all of the property. So how many of those renters know how to manage a well or how to manage a septic system safely? And know that they're drinking healthy water. They don't. They don't. And, and or their backyards are actually sanitary for their kids to run around. They don't. They don't mm. have that knowledge. I mean, that's why Holly Court turned into such a mess. But mm. we have we have unfortunately limited um, uh, opportunities to force the health department to go out and inventory all that because they don't do, they just don't have the resources. They only respond to a request for an inspection. Yes. And so Please. if the tenant doesn't know that they need to have it inspected by the health department to determine if their water is safe or determine that their yards are actually safe from um, possibly having sewage actually floating around their yard. They're, they're not going to have that inspection. But the problem we have now is if they had that inspection and it was found unhealthy, they are responsible for oftentimes for fixing that situation. Or they have to find somewhere else to live when there's no inventory. Right, right. And that, and that so is... Who is going to complain oh without being having retribution? The reason I passed the Tenant Bill of Rights mm. in Hillsborough County and then urged the city to, to come on board, and they did, finally, took a year, but it, we got it done, um, is because tenants needed to know what their responsibility was, but also what the landlord's responsibility was. Right. And the landlord's responsibility is to make sure that if you are going to pay for rent, that that rent goes towards having available to you safe shelter. Folks, listen, and call that in. And off is not going well. <laughs> call in, 813-239-9663. We are here with Commissioner Kim Oberman. We're talking about... This issue of the housing crisis is taking on a whole new dimension. And right here on the Sunday Forum, we're discussing something that has not been, Mobili, no one else has talked about this. Right, right. No one on radio or anywhere has talked about this at all. We have Commissioner Kim Overman on the phone with us right now, and she is giving us the lowdown on what's happening. And it is low down. That is <laughs> absolutely low down. How do you do that? How do you let people live in squalid conditions? How do you allow people, uh, people's energy bill to get so high? And they've said, they've, they've as much as said it. We've, I know that, you know, when we work at Sierra Club, for instance, right, one of the things we talk about is the energy burden. Mm -hmm. it, you, cannot, you cannot not know that this is happening. And you have the, 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 the resources to work with, uh, with 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 the with the nonprofit organizations that have grants, and you mm -hmm. and you have the money that you can put with those grants to complement that, and work with them on getting this done and taking care taking care of it. these people don't deserve to, no one deserves to live like these right. are human rights violations and especially the the headline that Overman just <sighs> mentioned and that is using infrastructure money or using housing money for infrastructure but wow. you can't use infrastructure wow. money for housing wow mm -hmm. wow unbelievable listen we got we have people that that have, that have actually uh said something online says um uh to bet jeanette stewart hey how you doing she says hey listen 
It is unbelievable that landlords who receive state and federal funding have no standard for mold. The long-term health effects of mold are well documented. This is true. This is well true. I mean, I've seen people who have been affected by this thing that night over at NAACP meeting. I mean, children in there just coughing up lungs. Yeah. Yeah, adults in there who've been uh, who've been um, uh, infected with the uh, with, with mold on their lungs. This is an environmental impact. This is human rights violations. So that means landlords are renting with mold in there. They're not getting yes. apartments safe and ready. Yes. For poor yes. people. And the vou- okay, so now we have the vouchers, right? And they will point out the fact that they didn't have enough in their vouchers to be even moved. Mm-hmm. They're afraid to say anything about the weatherization because of retaliation and the fact that they may lose their kids. Mm-hmm. If this is if this is reported, when that was brought to my attention that night, it was like that whole week, all last week was just this new revelation of of different things, right? And I started putting the puzzle together. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute, foster care? Somebody said to me, foster care, foster mm-hmm. care. I was like, wait a minute, no, 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 no. That's a whole new dimension to energy burdens. That's a whole new dimension to the whole housing crisis that you're going to lose your kids behind this. Wow. And we work really hard to help those families find another place to live. Uh, we Our social services department, it, you know, when you finally find it on our website, you know, works really hard at finding another place for people to live and to make sure that people don't lose their kids. But it happens. And we have a foster care system that's in transition right now. I'm working mm. on the transition team to make sure that the new agency that's going to take over after Eckerd was unable to deliver safe uh, case management for our children uh, and our families in order to kind of keep kids together with their family or make sure they found permanency right away. I mean, there is a reason I'm raising my grandson. It, you know, I, I am raising my grandson. So when you say Happy Mother's Day, thank you so much. Oh, um, I'm doing a do-over. <laughs> I, raised, I raised my children and now I'm raising my grandson. Right. But I, I, I would say the system and the foster care system is highly overburdened in Hillsborough County. And it's not going to get better when there's nowhere for people to move to when they're living in unsafe housing. Right. Because the, the only, the, the one of the outcomes will be that that parent who loves their children and is afraid of retribution is right. at risk of being in a place that's not safe or not being in a place at all. Hmm. In both cases, they're at risk of losing their child. Torrance Lenoir says, uh, we need a, pe- a poor people's campaign initiative. You're right, Torrance. You're right. Uh, mm-hmm. Good morning, Andrew Bailey. How you doing? Glad you could join us. Uh, you know, we have, we have some folks here who are calling in. 813-239-9663, 813-239-9663. Listen, if you, are, if you are on hold right now, we had to hear this information first so we can have a very clear-cut discussion on this issue. Uh, it is now 8.59, 8.59 in the morning. Uh, we have to...